Hello everyone, this is Bubbin Threadbear, and welcome back to Fighting in Harmony, a Lancer campaign. Where we last left- I'm tabbing out, because I don't want to look at the penis anymore. Where we last left off, the vanguard of the revolution staged, or I should say that they crashed a fake hostage crisis by taking on the position of the opposing force, which was supposed to be part of the friendly force as a basically a play or demonstration of robotic fighting for rich and idle troubles on the edges of the island of Alto. You totally found them. You made the acquaintance of one Ford Metalford and his lovely uh, mistress didn't get to meet his wife unfortunately and after doing so you encountered what was either supposed to be the well considering the timing what was probably supposed to be the actual opposing force attacked them destroyed their mechs one by one some more devastatingly than others and in the end the resources you are left with are two surviving pilots and the somewhat damaged data of one Goliath mech and incidentally Arya you still don't have an opportunity to say anything about what you discovered back in the Metal Star <sighs> because by the time you finish cracking the security and downloading what data survived the destruction of the Goliath. Your teammates have managed to secure the two pilots. Now the question is, what do you do with them? Time to see if these motherfuckers have heard of the prisoner's dilemma. <laughs> yes, torture. Well, perhaps question one is, where are you going to put them? And how are you going to secure them? We took him back to Roughhouse's little waterfall chateau base, didn't we? No, I think we just ended the session with, like, us grabbing them and then... Yes, I interrupted your planning for what to do with the pilots because it was the end of the session. Well, then, then I would like to suggest that. I would counterpoint likes to suggest that we do not bring these people who we have not probably searched for any sort of tracking devices or anything like that to the location of any sort of resistance. I say just pick a random spot in the woods. I had said I was going to do a full repair which I think takes me out of the scene. Not yet. You need to settle in a new location before you can actually start working on your mech. But yeah, I think just a random spot in the woods. It's like Johnny's mech just kind of hobbling along. We found, we've inexplicably found a giant set of crutches for Johnny's mech. Uh, it's missing the mount with two flex knives. I think I'm more missing a hand or an arm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, th I think a random spot in the woods would probably work. And we can... You know, we can threaten them with stranding, too. Yeah. What's a... Where's a place in the woods where there's, like, branches that we can just, like, hang a noose from? Um, Jesus Christ. Know, but, well, 
to actually to answer your question, most of it, it's the woods. But um, follow up, Jesus Christ! Look, look, <laughs> look clearly they're not just going to tell us. There has to be a threat. Like you know, we can do good cop, bad cop, and um, uh, and me. Yeah, the psychopathic cop. No, I'm not a psychopath. Yes, you no. are. I'm not a psychopath. Bit. They're enemy combatant. Well, yeah, they're, 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 if we let them go, they will just get in more robots. Wait, hold on. Does this does this setting have the equivalent of the the equivalent of the Geneva Convention? I think we talked about that, and I was going to establish. I'm going to establish with the um, Demos. I think what's the name? Demo. You were close. Dino, uh, yes. I'm pretty sure we're not technically at war. I think we're just considered terrorists and therefore not under any kind of ethical code they have with regards to enemy soldiers. I feel like we are under an ethical code. That's for the robot to decide. It's also for us to decide as yeah. humans who have morals. I will say in terms of legality, the Union does have an established legalized code of conduct for war however the harmonic hegemony is not a party to the union and for that matter they expect that any war on the planet is an insurrection and not a proper rebellion or war that would require specific codes of conduct specifically from them Yes, uh, so we are terrorists. I feel like I feel like Johnny's the only guy who gets what's actually going on here. No, I think I think we all get it, but I think we all I think the rest of us have what's called a moral code. I'm gonna check mine here. It says don't do a lynching. Uh, Johnny just thinks differently. Clearly, the thing is, you're becoming. I'm going to actually bring this up in character at some point, but you're becoming as bad as the people that you are fighting, which is fucked up in, like, a great storytelling way, but also, like, wow, dude. Anyway, um... Hey, you found my character arc. <laughs> Honey likes to kill. Johnny wants to taste blood. I thought you said you weren't doing that anymore. Anyway, let's, let's find the random spot in the fucking woods and let Johnny tie his nooses up so that way he can scare them or whatever and then we're absolutely not using them. Just a fun little handyman project. There's always rope. It's, it's tabletop RPGs. There is always rope. God. Arya's just kind of nervously watching this. I might actually have rope on me. Hold on. Let me just move the scene. I will say that you brought your mechs along with your captives and anything else you salvaged from the fight back to the Silver Wing transport ship that you arrived on. You stowed the prisoners like cargo, discussed in the cockpit where exactly you want to land, eventually decided somewhere in the deep woods in the uh, deciduous lowlands area as it is Johnny stays behind in the Silver Wing, pulls up basically every box of 
mechanical bits and tools that he can find on the ship and starts putting them to good use in uh, reassembling the bits of his mech that fell off during the fighting. All the rest of you pile out and I will ask you again, how have you secured your prisoners? I think like those big zip ties they use on people. Is the zip cuffs? Do we have zip cuffs? We should have zip cuffs. Um, also, zip tie their thumbs together. I feel like that would be something easy for like Demu to print out, especially if you were going to come here with anticipation of taking hostages. I do have stims, and one of the stims, one of the um uses of stims is freeze, which keeps a pilot calm and emotionally stable, deadens fear and other strong reactions, which I'm guessing is just like a sedative, so we can like sedate them and then use the stims to wake them back up when we're ready. Yeah, that's that's great. Let's drug our hostages. Yeah. One of the pilot gears I have is a wilderness survival kit, which I would assume includes some sort of rope. If only one of us had the mech that had some sort of folding micro dimension, we could just put them there. <laughs> Sorry, I left that in my other license. <laughs> That's the um, in the Minotaur. Wait, did did anyone take the the little the the mech uh, thing that has just like a little pair of hands, a little pair of arms that you can use? I did. <laughs> I did. Actually, with that. Hold on, maybe I maybe I don't have that anymore. Hold on, I need to check to see if I still have that on my thing. Uh, just, no, just have your mech no, give them a hug. Oh. Unfortunately, I don't have that anymore. I have wait, no, I have that on the um showcase. Yeah, I have that on uh, showcase. I could just get in showcase for a little for a second and just like hold them. Some just nice shoulder rub. I don't think you can spot mechs like that in the middle of a mission. Actually, I did want to establish that the flying wing has enough space for a backup mech each. Ooh, huh. sick. Hmm. I'll be more relevant in the future when we have uh, more pilot license and mech licenses. But, yeah. Uh... Mm -hmm. I'm technically already an extra life. <laughs> oh. All right, but yeah, plastic zip tie cuffs are easy enough for a even a small 3d printer to craft yeah i imagine we probably just took them with us and so you find yourselves out in the middle of the woods vast arrays of oak and birch trees surround you the canopy though not as tall above your head as they were in the hideouts you visited is still staggeringly high above you the gnarled branches lower down dead from lack of sunlight some of which have already fallen and created beds for moths and insects others are still hanging on either fully attached to the trees or uh, swinging down having mostly fallen off by this point I have a question for the rest of the crew. Um, I'm going to assume Johnny's not, because I don't think Johnny will give a shit. Uh, is anyone else going to disguise themselves? I probably should, because they might actually, because, like, depending on where these guys are from, they might 
legit recognize me. Don't give a shit. That, yeah. Probably should as well, just because I I cut the kind of figure a lot of people are gonna recognize if they've seen me once before. I do still have that um thing that masks my voice. I can just like wear something over my face to disguise the face. Um, so that way I hide my face and disguise my voice. I have a prosecutor. Awesome balaclavas for everybody. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Protocolers do both. They do, but um, it specifically mentions that uh, it's that the visual component is real shitty, and if they get close enough, they can still. Uh, they, yeah, yeah. Well, in our defense, um, well, we don't know actually, but out of character, I don't know who I look like. <laughs> I uh, I decided to read the description again of one of my pieces of equipment as desired segments can become opaque change color or take on a new texture so i can just i i have the the full body ssc self undersuit bit of pilot gear so i can just have the headpiece become completely opaque and like bright red hmm have the stealth hard suit so technically i could just hang around like like the fucking predator leaning against a tree if you want your face covered i could just lend you my goblin nah it's fine i would say that you probably look sort of like a biker with that opaque uh face shield who me yeah when you've got your suit like up and covering your face and opaque it's like you're uh, wearing a a bike helmet, motorcycle helmet, with the uh, the face screen all tinted so hard that it's impossible to see through. Well, it's meant to be skin tight. Yeah, well, against the rest of the body, but you do need. I mean, something. Let me just check here. Organic life form that can. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a fucking symbiote suit, but instead of it turning me into a goopy killing machine it like it can breathe for me and protects against radiation and filters out air it's vacuum sealed so i can survive against vacuum for short periods feces and urine are processed in the thighs i see literally it does eliminate waste i do not have to go to the bathroom well you do but and you just frighten the suit so in that case, I would say it looks less like a biker helmet and more like a gimp suit. I've always <laughs> actually wondered about that. Like the like the Fremen. I'll take it. The still suit situation is that like a diaper or a tube? How does that one work? Depends on the movie. Moving on. <laughs> it's fine. I do not being mind being in a weird gimp suit for this negotiation if uh, it keeps my family safe considering they're already not as safe as I would like. That is true. I just don't want to be known as a defector quite yet, so. Yeah, I've had to, I have family living on this island, so I would prefer not for my face not to be known. So yeah, uh, like bandana over my nose and mouth and then wearing the, the collar, what disguises my voice. I could just throw on a balaclava, but I also have the self hard suit, and it is 
uh, very amusing to me just to think uh, I'm during this interrogation I'm just like skulking around like the fucking predator <laughs> good cop bad cop ghost cop <laughs> invisible cop Arya would endeavor to not be there but if she has to she'll just wear the she'll just wear the goblin alright and we are trying to figure out the location of what is their fucking name Mudkickers, Mudkickers HQ yes. yes slight correction you know the location of the base but it is heavily secured hmm so we need to know, like, the defenses and such. Yes. Okay. You need to get yourself away inside. And I will say that with the Goliath data, you have made a good first step. Arya has had enough time to analyze the data during the trip over, so I'll just give, the, give this to you now. First of all, you learn that the Goliath operator's name is Harold McLeod. And unusually for a mech pilot, his call sign was also McLeod. <laughs> Something else you notice is that apparently this particular mech is designed for long-term living. The sort of thing that someone gets into and climbs out of a week later. And it's uh, sizable enough to make that relatively comfortable for a pilot to... Uh, manage. And so you also learn some personal details about Harold McLeod. He had a wife and child back in trouble, but he is estranged from them and has a boyfriend in New Hesse, which is the capital of Alto. Other information you got is an IFF code that will bypass the automated defenses of the Mudkicker compound, but uh, while you can attach that code to any vehicle, have it broadcast it, uh, it does nothing to help against the human element, the visual defenses, the fact that, well, a vehicle would still have to be expected to uh, show up at the compound. Aside from that, you also have a duty roster that has assignments for various squads and platoons of the mud kickers. And putting all of that data together, you can figure out both when the compound will be lightly manned and when the compound will be heavily manned. And both of these options have pluses and minuses. If there are more mud kickers in the compound, more of them will die if you explode it, and so fewer of them will be able to retaliate against the underground afterwards. But then the other way around, getting in will be easier if there are fewer people there, but then the forces that attack the underground will be larger. Hey, here's an idea. Why don't we just take two mechs into the Bass Pro Shop Pyramid? The fastest one we got and the biggest one we got we set the reactor on the biggest one we got to just melt down, and then we take the fastest one we got and get the fuck out. That sounds like a plan. We just need to, uh... Hmm. Do we even need to interrogate these guys anymore? This is a lot of information. And we need to know how to get past the human element. True. True. We went, all, we went to the trouble of capturing these guys. I just want to have some fun with it. All right. 
Dad, I want to do an interrogation. <laughs> All right, children. I want to have some fun with them. You're repairing your mech. You do not get to have fun with them. It's like, but I got my tools out already. <laughs> I even have the blowtorch. Put that drill away, young man. Put it away right now. Jesus. So, the ejectable cockpits that left the two mechs that were shot down, but not just completely destroyed, at least not too quickly. You carry both of them, I would say using the goblin, since Arya mentioned she wanted to stay in her mech for this one. And it's reasonably small enough to move between the trees. And having assembled your various disguises, you wear them out into the forest, prop the cockpits up, and very quickly open them up using the emergency switches on the outside. And before they can say too much, you get both of the pilots uh, onto the ground and put zip tie restraints on their arms with their arms behind their backs. Do, do we want to do behind their backs or in front? Because I don't know if we want to have their hands out of sight for an entire conversation. There's multiples of us. Somebody can be behind them watching. Again, I am literally just skulking around invisible like the fucking predator and occasionally I will be like alright ghost cop yep ghost cop God. sorry about the rough greeting uh, we're just making absolutely sure that you know we can have a nice pleasant chat that we uh, that we don't have to do anything that will that all of us will regret so your disguised voice is the silver skeleton yeah it was the, it was, was the last time too it was last time yeah Colin just loves that voice. It's a fun voice to do. It was the only voice I could think of to do at the moment, and now I have to be consistent with it. I mean, it's a voice modulator, so you don't, but go off. Hello. <laughs> I'm a different person. You definitely don't recognize me. Grape's impression. Have you any of you seen Hannibal? <laughs> no, I have not. I'm. I'm just waiting for I'm just waiting for them to react to what I said, so. He's doing like a Walter Cronkite thing, I thought. Alright. Well Tom Brokaw. First of all, visual descriptions. The pilot you pull out of the ace cockpit is a woman. Haircut short, somewhat blonde. Face is uh, just shy of being handsome, you'd say figure athletic from what you can tell beneath the flight suit and as for the hive pilot person you fish out has dark brown hair not quite black it's uh, slightly longer than the ace's hair and he's got this odd sort of I know something you don't know kind of smile on his face as he regards each of you. Sort of, uh, you wouldn't say sunken eyes, but maybe he hasn't had enough sleep lately because there appear to be dark rings around them. Or maybe that's just the paleness of his skin. 
set against uh, whatever color is around his eyes. He's also wearing a full body suit. Appears to be something of a field uniform for the mud kickers. And aside from that, he seems a bit overweight for a mercenary, but not unreasonably so. As for their response, the ace pilot is the first to speak up and says, All right then. Name, Alice Bullworth. Call sign Pheasant. Rank Sergeant. I used to have a serial number back when I was in the proper military, but my kickers don't do that thing. But one thing they do is uh, they offer good money for prisoner exchanges. So I'm more valuable to you alive than dead. Thought you should know that. Noted. All right, thank you for letting us know. How about you? Maxwell Korvik. Call sign Spooky. Drone Specialist First Class. See, look, that's great. We're already getting along. We know your names. I'm Game Show. Not gonna give you my real name, of course. But, uh, it's up to my other companions to decide whether they want to introduce themselves or not. I'm not gonna do that for them. I, in my fire engine red gimpsuit helmet, just kind of <laughs> stare at you for a minute, Connor Elias, and then turn my head back to the prisoners. You can call me a corpse! <laughs> <laughs> Seems like I'm the only talkative one here. So, more used to us live and more worth to us alive than dead. Well, that is that is very true. What we want is something about three fifty. Is something very simple and something I believe both of you can provide to us. We're looking to know roughly the means in or in order to get into the mud kicker base without setting off a Roughly a thousand alarms. Why? I don't think I like you enough to tell you why yet. No, no, not, not why. What? You what? Oh. Or might. Yes. Yeah, we want we want to uh, be able to get into the base without setting off every alarm known to man. I'm not known to man. Well. I'll have to credit your uh, ambition, then. It's uh, quite the insane idea you've got. Why's that? Well, as readily as you handled our team, taking them by surprise, I should add, you uh, seem to think that uh, your five mechs can take on an entire mercenary compound where everyone's armed to the teeth. And not just inside the mechs. I mean, Spooky here just uh, carries around an arsenal wherever he goes. Not everywhere I go. I feel like I want to actually search Spooky now. Alright. Yeah, that seems like a good idea. Connor's an idiot, but... Did we not already search him? We didn't say we did it. I think I did say that we probably 
think I did. I think I specifically mentioned we should search them for tracking devices. I've heard someone say that uh, you shouldn't bring them back to the base because of possible tracking devices, but I don't think anyone has, at least in this session, offered the idea of searching them for said devices. Correct. Regardless, this is something that can happen now, because this is the first time you're actually speaking face-to-face. -face. So one of you can go up to Spooky, roll something, and this is going to be a difficult roll. So it's against 10, but with a difficulty die. All my shit isn't talking. Someone else, for the love of God, do this. Please. None of my shit can actually work with this. I'm suddenly on the lookout for anything in the air. Okay, so then I guess Connor and I are rolling this flat. Yeah. I mean, I have... What skill are you going to use? Because I have, like, spot or... None of us have any triggers that help with this. Yeah. I have spot. I have uh, take someone out. I don't think that's a clickable hack or fix. Maybe... Take someone out is more about getting someone out of the way, violently or otherwise. But spot would work for this. And remember, these are your skills. It's it's your goal to convince me that whatever wording is on your sheet applies to the current situation. I genuinely don't think any of the wordings of the stuff on my sheet apply. Yeah, same. Unless... So I, I'm willing to assist... I say your name so infrequently. I th okay, I thought your first name was Blake for some reason, but no, that's the f first half of your last name. I'll give an accuracy die to Alan by providing some assistance. Now, as a reminder, with the modified rules, doing so does incur a stress, a stress point. That's fine, I'm willing to suffer that. This will only be my second one. All right, then. Alan, roll your spot and roll it flat. Roll it flat. Okay. Got a seven. Not great. You are perhaps a bit uh, preoccupied, as you said, with watching the sky just in case someone just pressed a button. But also uh, because you touching Spooky would cause the uh, prisoners to become aware that you are present and you're perhaps not willing to sacrifice that uh, advantage on a quick pat down yeah. as such you look him over up and down left and right get a good look at his hands behind his back as you said you would but you detect nothing the skies thankfully are still clear at least of anything other than birds Maybe they only look like birds. <laughs> birds are fake. They're drones built by the government. Beat me to it. Beat, beat me to it. You'll have some time to further that inner monologue. In any case, uh, Dalton at the very least does go up and physically pat down uh, Spooky as, you know, part of the assistance. And Spooky's smile just never wavers as you uh, force him to sit back down after you're done. How do you continue the conversation? Well, if it's impossible for us to go in and 
take everyone out, then clearly it wouldn't be any issue at all to share this information. After all, if we act on it, then we'll die. If we don't act on it, well, then we just simply don't act on it. Well, I suppose you make a certain kind of point there. And, uh, well, I suppose I'm retiring after this anyway. That was my second ejection. She says that like you should know what she's referring to. After a pause that is a bit too long, Connor just sort of nods. Right. Well, I suppose my mercenary days are over. Same as my uh, Air Force days. So what the fuck? What do you need to know? I honestly wasn't expecting to get away with that without a roll, so, um, I... Well, the system is aimed towards being roll minimal. Okay, uh, what should we know? What do we want to know? Other people can chime in on this. I want to know if there are any science personnel on the on the island. Is it an island or limo of, like, a subcontinent? Alto is an island, fairly large, but an island nonetheless. Okay. I mean, you said it earlier. We need to know, like, how to get in without setting all the alarms off. How to yeah. get multiple mechs in without setting the alarm off. Right, yeah. That. Uh, how to get in without setting off basically every alarm in the place. And, uh, with. Preferably several mechs. Alright. Uh, I admire your dedication to security protocols, but uh, that seems a bit much. Well, uh, getting mechs in, don't rightly see how you could get all of those in. Uh, they seem like pretty unique designs. Especially the one with all the arms. Even if you put a tarp over that, it's gonna make a very odd silhouette. Oh man, I fucking have the personalizations thing that I've never actually defined. Maybe I could put a tarp over it. <laughs> Just like something around the shoulders to disguise two of the arms. Lovely sash. Our cloaks in style, our cloaks back in style. Robo cape. Always put your robots in capes. Yes, yes, always. Absolutely. Mine doesn't really work because it's a big wheel with a gyro in the middle, so it doesn't really have shoulders. But yes. <laughs> a giant upsetting baby face in the middle. Yes, that too. That's where the gyro cockpit is. Yeah, like we like properly discussed how fucking horrifying your mech is. No, we haven't, and it's great. I love it. Maybe not in character, but I've brought it up multiple times. Yeah. Uh, like in character, we're all just kind of like ignoring that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't fucking talk about the baby face. Don't, don't bring it up. Don't You're bring not it up. ready for that discussion. Meanwhile, the baby face is staring at you at all times. <laughs> don't make eye contact with it. Like, do you guys remember the, the baby masks from Brazil? Yes. The movie. Yep. Oh, I've never seen it Brazil. No, you should. It's great. Just Google Baby Mask Brazil. You'll, it'll no, pop so. up for you. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> upsetting. It is very upsetting. Why am I still looking at it? 
It's more upsetting in motion, trust me. It's not in motion, it's a mask. Although maybe that's what makes it upsetting. Yeah. It's safe. But yes, you can it's safe. understand with that in mind, her incredulity at disguising that many mechs into a compound. Why don't you just tell us what we want to know and let us worry about the oh, specifics? Oh, you speak. Yeah, they speak. Looming over her for a moment. <laughs> I really thought you were a robot of some such for a bit there. I do not speak again. I don't really know uh, how you could possibly get those mechs inside the compound got IFF trackers on each of ours, verbal confirmations, all that sort of thing. What are the verbal confirmations? Oh, it changes week to week. Depends on the patrol. I think, uh, I think McLeod was supposed to say Mooncat this time when we came back. If you can do Easter eggs, so can I. <laughs> so real quick out of character i've been referring to this thing as a bass pro shop pyramid purely for comedic reasons do we actually know what it's shaped like and how it's sized the compound yes all right well demu has taken over some spy satellites in order to get good mapping of the surface. So from above, you're able to, you, you know certain things about it from having observed satellite photos of it. The compound takes up a couple dozen acres. It uh, sits isolated from the nearest community, but it is a couple hours drive away from New Hesse. It is located on a deforested region, so good sight lines in all directions. There seems to be a fairly solid but prefab-designed wall surrounding the compound. There are a number of buildings inside, a couple of barracks, a large number of hangars for all of the mechs and for all of the uh, mech construction that goes on, a few smaller buildings that Demu judges to be uh, storage units, small mechanic workspaces. It doesn't have any sort of food growth or uh, other sources of food or visible sources of water on the compound. Anything else? Well, that's giving me a picture of a place that's going to need a significant amount of HVAC and sewage. Hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to line up if we can just do the arcology again with this one, but like more so. Well, if there is any sort of significant sewage outlet, Demu did not discuss it or. Demu did not discover it, and if she did, she did not bring it up during the mission briefing, which, given how thorough she generally is, uh, would probably indicate that there is nothing to see, at least 
not from a satellite. Right. As for HVAC, it's actually fairly minimal. This is a temperate environment. The compound is located reasonably close to the ocean. And so climate control is relatively minimal. I'd still think you'd need like dehumidification installations, especially with a salt water, a massive body of salt water so close to you. Yeah, well, when I say close by, I mean like in terms of climate effect, it's uh, it's not in in view of the shoreline, so salt spray is not an issue. But yeah, the vast amount of electronics and high-tech mechanical devices uh, probably would require a fair amount of climate control. But that would extend to the hangars and possibly some of the mechanic workshops. As it is, one of the other questions that you need to answer is where you're going to get enough explosives and where you need to put them. This isn't built like an arcology where if you take down a few supports, the whole building will collapse. It's uh, fairly spread out. It's simple. We just do some simple gravity calculations and airdrop a mech whose reactor is going super critical. No. Um... Mechs can blow up hard enough to be a bad thing for the pilot, but usually not a bad thing for several acres surrounding it. Well, it depends what the mech is transporting. <laughs> but that is another question. I know that there's a fucking self-destruct. <laughs> there it is. If this is something Dalton believes, I will have to make a note of it because it will influence things that happen in the future. S sorry, what? If this is something that Dalton genuine belie genuinely believes, that every such structure needs a self-destruct button, then I'm going to have to make a note of it and alter some things that will happen in the future. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, I remembered that self-destruct is an action you can take in your mech, and I just wanted to find the words for it. I found it. Fair enough. First two explosion that deals 4d6 explosive damage. What's that one mech that uh, has like a little singularity in in it? Because I'm wondering what happens when that one self-destructs. That's a lot of the Gorgon ones, I think. You mean the Horus? Not not the, not the Gorgon. That's a lot of the Horus ones, I think. Oh, you're gonna you want the uh, yeah you want the Gorgon? No, not the Gorgon. <laughs> Gorgon so the Minotaur? No, it's uh it's the Manticore. Oh, okay. Cascade the enemies of the Godhead. Something I will underline for you is that the operators blew up real good. Hmm. Sort of on their own. Hmm. You get a lot of operators. They would have a lot of operators. Those are those would be like standard issue That's guys, true. right? Yeah. Maybe we can just ask them why. Also, it's the Pegasus. The Pegasus is the one I'm thinking of, I think. Okay. The one that explodes? That's it's the Manticore, isn't it? No, the one that has like a little singularity in it. Because I'm wondering oh. what the hell. Yeah, that's a Pegasus. Extrude gun. <laughs> but that thing exploding does some damage. Okay, okay, okay. 
What information can we get from these people that would be useful? That is a good question. Um, so we know the current callback sign right now is Mooncat, which is handy. Well, that's like part, that may be part of a callback sign. Yeah. That is specific to their group, which we cannot impersonate because we have carved up the Goliath and annihilated at least two of their number. It's a callback, all right. We still have at least one of their mechs, don't we? No. Oh. Brought the two cockpits with you. Oh. Okay. Never mind. So, the fact that they need an outside fuel source would be something we could explore. Or, not fuel, food. Well, maybe fuel too. Maybe fuel too. However, that only gets us in as people. It would be ideal if we could get our mechs in as well. I guess depending on how big the mech tran- uh, food transports are and how thoroughly they are scrutinized. Although, given that they just lost a unit, they're probably on high alert. So we couldn't do anything stupid like stash the fucking Tokugawa inside of the bread truck. That wouldn't work. It would be funny, though. It'd be very funny. It'd get found out immediately, and then we would have a base of, I don't know how many hundreds of guys shooting at us. Yeah. We're good, but we're not that good. No. Alice did say that they do accept prisoner exchanges and will pay for their members' freedom. Hmm. Again, that just gets us. Like, we could, we could fake a prisoner exchange, or like two-thirds fake it, Give them Alice back. Not the not the weird guy. I don't not trust him guy. for shit. No. But uh, give them Alice back, and uh, then like two of us. But again, that gets two of us, maybe up to the gate, and then it's like, oh, actually, you're not on our personnel list. <sighs> Unless we want to recruit her. No, that seems extremely incorrect. But Kat, she's pretty. Handsome. She's almost pretty. She's almost handsome, is what we were told. Mm. Just shy of handsome, I believe. Uh... I refuse to let our rebel organization be led by their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> At least not until we're more established. So... God, like, she's already stated that she is expecting to be done with mercenary time because she's had to eject too many times. <sighs> but does that mean she is ready to throw in her hat for a, a uh, an anti-planetary government rebellion effort? Well, there's one way to find out. There is. There is. Hey, kid, you want to overthrow the government? I mean, I can try. I have a charm of plus... I have a charm of plus six and a lead or inspire of plus four. I can do it. <laughs> can you? Okay, so... Just for the sake of ops, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go to Connor. And I will whisper the idea to him of trying to recruit Alice. Because okay. she seems like... 
she is ready to have some new employment. However, I do not trust the weird guy. So as Connor is considering how to make that pitch, I will just calmly walk over to him, grab him by the back of his jacket, and drag his ass out of earshot. All right. Well, uh, first things first, Dalton, make a roll. You said you don't have any bonuses to this sort of thing, so make a roll. To what sort of thing? I have plus two to assault, if that matters. To seeing if he's got weapons. And <laughs> does he have a knife? He probably has a knife. Straight up or down. All right. How about a 17? 17. All right. You find the plastic tie cuff that he had on him when you last saw him. <laughs> he fucking removed it at some point. Clearly. And it's just, it's just been keeping his hands behind his back. Um, well, you don't know where his hands are now, nor the rest of him. Oh. Because that was the only bit of him you found oh. when you went looking for him. So what, we like, we were looking at our, at, at our, we were looking at Alice for a moment, and then our, my, I rotated my head 60 degrees to the left, and we're suddenly short a guy? Well, not quite. You did, or you did take Connor aside to chat with him about the situation. I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, the thing is, we still have an invisible dude. Who was watching the sky and rolled a seven. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Wasn't Arya there? Did Arya look at anything? Well, Arya is here. She... What? I was asking if Arya was looking at any, anything. Oh, probably. I mean, she's in her mech. She could probably just chase him down. Probably. He, he has turned invisible and removed his cuff. And we don't know from there. I've got hacking. Guess what I'm asking is, was Arya similarly distracted? That's a good question. Should I roll? If you want. But I think I will impose a difficulty because he's not using electronics for this. And you do have something to. Uh, How is he invisible without electronics? The old fashioned way. He dodges the light. How to not be seen. Hmm. Okay. Uh, would that be pilot or mech roll? Uh, that, that would be a pilot trigger roll. Okay. And again, this is with a difficulty. Could I roll act unseen or unheard in order to say that Arya actually did just see him and they didn't notice her? Yeah, like I said. Cool. Just figure out a reason to justify your uh, trigger bonus. Wow. Nice. Oof. Wait, hold on. Why is this showing up as two? For the folks at home, that is a two. <laughs> yes. A six on the d20 and then a six on the d6 that subtracts from the d20 plus a 2 from the trigger equals 2. Yeah, we oh. lost the guy. We lost the guy. Damn. Kind of go, huh. Well, shit. Okay. Well, that's... Alice shrugs. That's disconcerting. I didn't see him go either. Did he move at all? Not that we saw. Okay, check the place he I... was kneeling. <laughs> I will stand in the spot where he was. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, he uh, 
Uh, he, he went invisible the old-fashioned way. By moving into a spot where you aren't looking. Oh, I, I see. I understand. So, um, Connor will turn to Alice and say, So, you were originally going to take him away, so that way we could, uh, give you a proposition, as it were, so to speak. We are currently looking for help with our overall goals, not just this fool's errand that you think we're currently on. And... You seem like the kind of person who might be looking for a new job that doesn't involve a desk. And so, I'm sure that our employer will take all the help that they can get. So, I'm going to offer the extension to you. I mean, I'd love to be able to fly again, but like I mentioned, I've ejected too many times. Right, right. You, you say that. Our employer doesn't care. Well, I, I care. I mean, if I eject a third time, then uh, I'd be lucky if I got out with paralysis. Wait, what? Eject in this case means eject from the Mac? Well, yes. I mean, ejection happens at extreme velocity. Ah. And uh, it compresses the spine. And... When I had to eject from combat situation first time, military drummed me out. Didn't want to take the health risk. Our employer has access to incredibly advanced medical technology. Incredibly advanced. Speaking of that, Dalton, can we talk for a moment? you have time? We're in the middle of something. When we have time? When we have time. I mean, that would be great if it was true. Uh, I know there's a reconstructive surgery that could replace my spine entirely, but the mud kickers have good health insurance, but it's not that good. Ours is that good. Look, why don't we show you? I wish either of the two people who are involved with the genetic modification <laughs> company would voice that that exists. I'm not around. Look, there's things they can do that you haven't even heard of, trust me. Wink, wink. Alright, well, I would say make a persuasion roll. But persuasion isn't a thing in this uh, system, so just uh, come up with the next best thing for me. I've got plus six in charm. All right, Arya, <laughs> uh, if you want to make your assistance mechanical, you would need to take a stress. Uh, yeah, sure. That's in the bonds. On the bond page of CompCon, yes. Okay. So I get one accuracy from this. Is there anything else I can do? I don't think so. I don't think my celebrity background would apply here. So I'm... Especially not when you're disguising yourself, no. Right, exactly. So I'm just rolling with one accuracy. Alright. Why don't we just show her? It's not like she has a choice. 14. That was, like, in private. Alright. Dice kind of hate us tonight. Hold a one on your accuracy. Yeah. But hey, mm. you beat the target. Alright. While she is thinking, 
because Arya, because Clara said that Arya said that out loud. With Spooky out on the loose, we're now under a time limit. We don't have time to take her all the way back, show her, and then get intelligence. Fine. Arya just kind of, I don't know, takes off the head part of the mech, or like has it fold back. And uh, for her part, Alice says, uh, you know, I wish I could say you had an honest face, but I can't see your face. And I wish I could say you had an honest voice, but I can't really hear your voice. And yet, somehow, I get the feeling that I can trust you. At least on this. Maybe I'm just desperate. But if you can fix my spine, then by all means, I'd be glad to help. Well then, welcome to the team. I'd shake your hand, but uh... all right, all right. Let's let's get that let's get that off of her. Slowly, quietly, put my hand on my sidearm. All right. Just keeping an eye out. She makes no hostile move, but uh, now that she's on her feet, you do notice that she seems a bit woozy, a bit. Uh, unbalanced. She uh, does seem to have taken some damage from the ejection. Alright. Uh, I guess Connor will go and cut the, um, the zip ties off of her uh, wrists. Yeah. Well, she rubs them, as anyone would. Meanwhile... Oh yeah, meanwhile. Back at the ranch. Mm-hmm. Johnny, you are currently working on your mech. What part of the mech do you think you're working on at this point? It's still fairly early. Uh, I mean, the biggest priority first is to reattach the... Yeah, I'd be reattaching... or Actually, I wouldn't be reattaching because it was destroyed, but I'd be uh, putting on a new hand with the... So I'd be sorting out the, the mount. All right is the flex mount that I lost. Yeah, probably working with a basically crane arm that's built into the roof of this uh, fairly cavernous airship. And as you're looking up and making sure everything's lined up and within safety margins, you hear a voice behind you that says, my, that is a nice mech. <sighs> yeah. When you turn to see where the voice is coming from, you see a man with uh, dark brown hair, jumpsuit, little portly. So, I have to ask, this is not the same individual as the Gestapo guy from... No, I'm pretty sure this is no, the no. guy who ran away from me. No, I, I knew this that. This is spooky. Like, I, I, knew, I knew that, but like, the voices are similar, so I have to make sure... No, it's, it's that not... ...that they're not uh... the same... Okay. They're it's not, it's both not the same. Be a okay. service guy, yeah. Okay. They are similar, but they are also distinct. They are. I can I can tell the difference. I can hear the, the It's just been a while, and I'm yeah. not familiar with Bobbin's voices. Mind me, is it nice? It's switched off. Yes, I've noticed. And I think we searched you for weapons? No, you didn't. <sighs> I'm surprised you recognize me, though. Oh, 
fast I didn't shoot down your escape pod. Well, you couldn't. I ejected forward into the river. I did get a good view of you taking down McLeod, though. Yeah, it was a very good swing. I like the way you cut his cockpit right in half. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, yes. I wonder what the look on his face was when it happened. Oh, did you not like him? <sighs> I've had worse commanding officers. Right, how's this going to go then? Well, how do you want it to go? I mean, we're both armed, so one of us could shoot the other and see how that goes. Uh, but given your fairly indiscriminate bombing tactics, I think you just want to. I think you just want to fight people. Bombing tactics? Oh, oh, that explains that. No, I was in the drone mech. I was the drone pilot, not, not the flying pilot. Oh. oh, okay, yeah. Did I shoot you down to someone else? Shoot you? I don't remember. That was hours ago. I didn't remember the big guy. I think your drones just don't work on something that can teleport. Yes, actually, that is the thing that led me here. I've never seen such clean use of teleportation before. You must have seen Tweedledee and Tweedledum in action. They can do it to some extent, but their mechs have a severe flaw causes them to transist into a half dimension and explode when a stiff breeze blows on them. They did go down easy. I mean, that's why I prefer to work through drones myself. It's uh, cleaner. I like to watch, you know. Hmm. I hate this man. I hate him. He's the worst. He rules, he rules but I hate <laughs> him so much. Right. Sending in all of those razor swarms into a village. Yeah. Tearing everything oh. apart, piece by piece, house by house. His mouth is full of crow. I feel like he uh, picked the wrong guy to tell this to. I have to say, you seem to have some of that artistry about you. The way you go after fallen mechs. Yeah. Aiming straight for the pilot. Killing without remorse, regret, or hesitation. Yeah. Um. <sighs> You're doing so well, buddy. Could have been. Could have been friends. But I go for the pilots because I don't want pilots shooting things. I've never. I've got no intention of going after villagers. Hell, I was one last week. Mm. There's a bit of a difference between what you do and what I do. And at this point, I'd just like to try and shoot him in the head if I can. All right. I will say he is prepared for this sort of eventuality. Oh, absolutely. So, hmm. I think I will make this risky. Which means that... You ideally want better than a 20, but a 10 will do the job. 
do I have anything that can help? An assault roll. I mean, yeah, assault, assault would work. Ah, I got an idea. Yeah, assault roll. And if you want to push yourself, nah, that's twenty-one's fine, mate. <laughs> Let's hope there's some pepper on it. <laughs> Twenty-one will do, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While I'm expressing remorse, I just whip out my pistol and aim straight for between his eyes. I will say that that is your intention. That is not what you managed to accomplish. Okay. Because by the time your uh, your weapon is halfway out of the holster, he's already on top of you. He is uh, attempting to pin your arms to your side, attempting to use his body weight to throw you to the floor where he can control your movements more efficiently. And he does get that far. But uh, either you landed a bit wrong or your days of fighting oh. uh, the other kids back home come in handy. Bobby, can I interrupt you because I've got something really cool? Oh, fair enough. I'm wearing a kinetic damper. You want to spend that? I'm just going to splat him against the ceiling. Alright then. So he, he grabs me and I start to go down but as sort of the weight of his body actually makes that kinetic con connection and I hit the ground, he just flies straight up. All right. And bear in mind, I charge this thing from jumping off the tallest tree I can find. I do recall, yes. So uh, when he lands on you, perhaps it was a mistake. Perhaps you intentionally grabbed the device out and uh, placed it where would wedge between you two, but uh, he blasts upwards from kinetic force. As I said before, the room is fairly large that you're in. It's a mech hanger, after all. And so, he fully arcs all the way back down to the floor, a good distance away. You hear something crack when he lands. He giggles as he grips a broken arm scrambles to his feet and attempts to run. And because you rolled above a 20, you take no stress from this altercation. You feel pretty good about yourself. I do feel I'm great. I get, to, I get to kill another pilot. That's the best way of stopping someone running. You have a gun. Shoot him in the back. Do you not have a gun? I do have a gun, I Okay. You just... I, I just... I just tried to shoot the man with the gun. It's an actual gun and all. Yeah. Oh, it's an energy gun. It's a laser. Well, either way, it will... It will do the job if you hit him. In this case, it's just going to be a straight up or down roll. Ten to beat. Okay. Do I get any kind of advantage given that he's got a broken arm and has just very awkwardly landed? Well, in this case, the advantage is that failing only means that uh, he won't die, not that you will also take stress. Your wording is so awkward sometimes. He won't die means so many things, but sure. <laughs> That's 22 anyway. <laughs> Holy shit! I took all the good oh. rolls. Yeah, I understand what's happening to us now. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your energy! <laughs> no, it's mine! 
I need to do this to I need that. I mean, this guy doesn't get to live. He's been slaughtering villages. Hmm. Clean shot. Back of the skull. Pitches forward. Mid-giggle. Ceases movement. I get on the radio and say, Guys? What the hell? Secure your prisoners. Oh, he got Oh, that's where he went. I'm assuming we heard the oh. gunshot. Uh, no, you were far away enough. And plus, inside out versus outside. Also, hmm. it's a laser. I don't, don't know how much oh, right. a laser make noise a laser makes. I don't know, something to do with vacuums? Actually, yeah. It ionizes the air, so it makes a crack sound, sort of like lightning. Yeah. Okay. Um, Glad that loose end is tied up, at least. Oh. Uh, yeah, I killed him. Uh, turns out he likes shredding villages. But hey, you keep on with the uh, not killing prisoners thing. Good job. We've recruited one to our cause. Well, maybe not now. Jesus Christ. I have been vindicated. I'm going to get back to fixing this. Do you need any help? You're not here. We're on the radio. Oh, uh, no, I'm fine. I'm just <laughs> going to put more grenades on my sword. I want to make that exchange cannon. You're not here. I'm on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and I get back to work, and presumably once, by the time I'm done, everyone has joined me. Yeah, and uh, if some of you have any announcements to make, this does seem like a nice moment of uh, quiet in which to make it. So, Dalton... Timu did another more there's thorough. what I know you're getting into it right now but I just want to say th there's a moment where like you start talking to me I turn to you and you get like five more words in and I'm like oh this is something serious and I activate the I deactivate the fucking fire engine red gimp suit mask <laughs> so we can talk to each other like people <laughs> yeah, I, I figure at this point I, I can uh, take off the bandana and like deactivate the the, um, mm. the voice modulator thing. I'm gonna assume that you're only telling Dalton. Is that correct? Um, no, I think that I'm telling everyone. Okay. Uh, at least not over the well, not over the radio. You can be, you can be in the ship. You Arya trusts everyone except for. <laughs> Don't know me. We, our characters have never talked. We just did. That made you not trust me. Aside from your everything else. All of your actions have been a little bit untr mis untrustworthy. Wow. Tiny bit. You're a little bit of a bloodthirsty gremlin child. Yes. It's true. Right, you, you, kill, you kill one escape prisoner and all of a sudden everyone starts jumping. That's the second escape prisoner you've killed? <laughs> You blow one dude's brains out, and suddenly everybody has a problem with you. Look, I'm not even talking about this particular instance. Wait, I didn't kill any other prisoners. Well, we had that whole confrontation last mech combat. I almost call it a standoff, but... You announced to the global community you assume is watching that you will kill any number of people that are standing in your way, regardless of whether they are civilians or not. And I will, and I will get to that. That's really strong, and maybe freaks some people out. Anyways, uh, serious things are supposed to be happening right now. They are supposed to be, yeah. 
I... When I was back on the ship, Demo did another more thorough medical test, and I... I'm a clone. Question for the GM. Does that word mean anything to me? Mean anything? Absolutely. All the characters who have had a formal education would know about cloning, at least in theory. At least the concept of it. As for whether Dalton in particular knows about whether cloning has happened to humans and has been successful, that I would require a knowledge role of some sort if you want your character to be aware that such things existed. Even if you succeed, you would not have any, you would not know anyone personally who has been or is a clone. But I might have heard of such a thing. Like, you know, I know a guy who knows a guy. Right. Through my noble connections. Right. So if you roll above a 10, then that's going to be true. And this this was to the group. Uh, just I, I, I don't think Arya was consciously not doing it over the radio. But you, yeah. No, you, you, said, you said you didn't want me there and... I, I respect that. I, I said that, but but I, I think I've changed my mind out of character. Okay, that's fine. Okay, I'm gonna roll a d20 and add my noble background for an accuracy die, but I do not believe any of my triggers contribute to this. That's fair enough. And I will say... 13. For the rest of you, Connor, you know the word clone, you know what, what it's supposed to mean. You didn't know it could happen to a human. Alan, you don't know what the word clone means. I definitely don't know what the word clone means. You say clown? That's what John, <laughs> Johnny's reaction. Clown? Like a You're a clown? clown? Yeah, Where sure. did you study? <laughs> all right, all right, Christ. all right. <laughs> you're prone, but you're walking. Okay, this is supposed to be... All right. Okay. You're, I, I'm sorry, you're in the comedy podcast we make jokes all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. We're going to have to hold. <laughs> Anyways, I roll a 13. Am I aware of it having been successfully done on a human person? Yes, that's what I said before. All right. For 13, you are aware that cloning has happened amongst the ranks of the nobility, although you've never heard of any specific person, nor have you met a person who is or has been cloned. All right. So on hearing that, I just kind of nod my head. Look thoughtful. First time I'm meeting one. Interesting. And I... They... All of my... Everything I knew was fake. My parents. My home. Connor looks real awkward and does not know what to say. I don't know how to... I don't know what to say about... What's a clone? And Dimu says I might only have, like, 20 years at best. I don't even... I'm like... I'm like two. You have 20 more years to live. I... I guess. I, I kind of shrug, and I look a little bit nonplussed. All, all I respond with was... That's about a decade more than I was expecting to get for myself. 
suppose the important thing becomes what do you do with that time? Yeah, um, I still don't know what a clone is, but like, you're, you're still you, like, I'm sure someone will explain to me what a clone is, but like, I will explain when we get back to the wing. But like, um, the, the way I see it, like, I've not known not clone you, like, I don't know what the difference is, uh, more to the point, like, 20 years, well, you're actively serving, you, you were just in a robot fight where you could have been shot at any time because you, you're in a very small robot, like, don't worry about 20 years when you can, when you may not have another 20 days. That's not, I don't even think I was conscious before you woke me up. Um... My uncle Tommy, he once got really hit, he got hit on the head once and he lost all his memories and, and kind of changed a bit, but he was still, he was still Tommy, he was still a good guy, like, I, I... <laughs> Are you just looking at the rest of them, like, like, what the fuck? Connor still looks a little awkward and, like, doesn't know what to do, but also just shrugs? <laughs> I mouth he's doing his best. <sighs> like, you, you... You're Arya, ain't you? I actually think I know your actual name, but... Oh, you are. That, that is your actual is name. Is there a reason why that can't be your actual name? It is actually the actual name of the robot names. Oh, you thought that Arya was the... You thought Arya was the call sign? Look, we're, yeah. in, we're in a world called Harmony on the continent. Of Travel <laughs> right. I did it on purpose. <laughs> As a joke. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it would be thematical. Yeah. and stuff and then you've met johnny alpha back in character yeah yeah i mean you're you're aria you don't need to be anyone else and you don't need to try and pretend to be anyone else like whatever this cloning thing is it doesn't make you not you that's right but i don't uh, it's if you aren't who you think you are then I guess you decide who you are, don't you? Yeah, but... And the other thing is... Who was I cloned from? Does it matter? I don't think it does. What if it does? Oh, is cloning like copying? Yes. Yes. Copying people. Yes. Right. On a genetic level. So, strikes me... I'm no, I, I'm no expert on cloning, but it strikes me that the second you become someone extinct, distinct, you're your own person. Like it, it's not like you're a copy. Mm. The person you were, or the original, and you are two distinct entities. You're, you're Aria, and that's that's not what I'm worried about. I'm. Hell of philosophy from the swamp kid. <laughs> Look, I just I just think and talk. But I think Arya was gonna explain herself. I it's just a lot. Am I a real person? Yeah, of course you are. Listen, I'm not one would say conventionally smart. In fact, from what I've gathered, I'm quite a huge dumbass. But, you are real. You're standing here, bearing your soul to us. The 
people you know and have come to be your friends. And I think that makes you real, no matter if you are a copy of a person or not. Hmm. Not remembering your past sounds great. I was... You know, you know my past. I'd love to not remember that. I... That's the thing. I have these memories. No. Even better, then. You've got a past. Yeah, that's... That, that, that's, uh, a, that's a little on the fucked up side. They're... In my head. Well, the way I see it, if you fight... Like I said, the second you're cloned, just your your own person anyway. Like, if you were to find the original and fight them, you'd be fighting another person. You wouldn't be fighting yourself. You might know a lot of the same moves, but you'd have different experiences. Like, I, I don't know how to say it, but, like, you're a, you're a person. You might have a bit of a shorter lifespan, but, like, there's people with diseases and shit who have shorter lifespans. So I wouldn't worry about it. Just be you. But if everything I knew was fake, then what even makes me me? Everything that's happened to you since you woke up. You have to decide that. At this point, I've got no idea what the fuck you're going on about. Like, I've only known one Arya, and that's you. Yeah. So, you're you. And if you're worried about, like, finding your own distinctive personality or whatever, then good news you 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 found it like just go on look there's no magic words that are going to make this better for you they're not going to magically fix you you have to figure your own self out as everybody else does nobody's born knowing what they are nobody's born knowing what they are going to end up all you can do is be yourself no matter who that is you have to figure that out I open my mouth like I'm going to contradict you, but I stop. Mm. Like, you're good at shit. You got your small robot that can attach to big robots. You, you're good at computers. One more, you know, and, and I'm sure as I get to know you, I will figure out things about your actual personality that aren't skills or things you own, but... What can anyone say? I've done nothing but panic. I don't know, you're my friend. I think we're all friends here. Eh. Were you looking at me as you said that? I wasn't looking at anyone. I'm over no, 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 I was, uh, no. No. When, when Arya said no. Eh. <laughs> this all does raise one very important question, though. Uh, it seems to me, I don't, again, I'm like Johnny, I'm not an expert on cloning, but seems to me making an entirely new human out of nothing is probably not an easy task, so it begs the question of why you would make a new human out of nothing. Because they, they gave me all of this, all of these skills in my head. Quick point of correction, Demu has underlined for you. When you were kidnapped, that was when the additional technical information was added to your head. You had been running around, living a fairly normal life before then. Oh, so I was actually kidnapped. Yes. Okay. You were cloned and then an indeterminate amount of time later you were abducted and had machines put in your brain. Okay. Yes. And Demu did mention that because you were a clone and you had implanted memories in the first place, that is why you took so well 
to the additional implants. Oh, well, that just raises further questions. Yes. Oh, 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 what if, what if there's a bunch of you and each one has different skills in their head and then one day they'll blend you all together to make the perfect person? What if you combine into one really big person? When Arya hears that last thing, she looks like she's about to, like, cry. I don't oh. think Johnny actually Johnny, said please that don't bring that up. <laughs> no, no, jo Johnny would absolutely have said that out loud because he's he's trying to be nice, but he's also an idiot. He's Johnny. He's enthusiastic. So, okay, and then Arya explains the actual like circumstances. I just want to say that when you look like you're about to cry after Johnny, uh, after Johnny suggests that Connor does that thing where he raises his hand put it on your shoulder and then awkwardly just like lowers it without you noticing that he was doing it the mm. entire time because like uh shit I'm bad at this <laughs> overhands yes didn't mean to upset you sorry I well you can't tell I don't think I could, if, if you start to sob I can hear that oh well no <laughs> she just like makes the face like oh in that case I can't hear that like a really really upset face and then it's at that point, Lord, we, we'd be like, Johnny, please stop. Oh. Connor breaks in, then you apologize, and now... Now everything is explained, the proper sequence of events. So what now? Well, now we are going back and completing our plans. As for you, that's really your decision, as it always has been. It seems to me that if you truly want answers to who you were cloned from we're doing a world tour we'll find the answers eventually i would think <sighs> you get to bless shut up shut up in the meantime also i didn't want to interrupt but uh holy shit you're connor elias <laughs> i am i love zero alert thank you shame that what happened to me Try and join the harmonic choir. That didn't work out. Something else did. Alright. I'm gonna get this body out of here. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, if we're back if you're back in the hangar now, I'll just My favorite thing is a vision Or are you planning to decorate? No no no. My favorite thing is a vision of the future where there's always one thing broken. And in this case, there's basically a Roomba just sort of bumping up against it, trying to clean it up. <laughs> I will say there's a minimal amount of blood since the laser the uh, laser shot cauterizes as it lands. But there there's a bit under his nose. He broke it as he fell. Yeah. Well, any debris from the fall has been cleaned up by the the space Roomba, whatever you want to call it. Mm. However, the blood was tracked everywhere, like it, like when a dog craps on the carpet and then Roomba oh, gets no. over that. <laughs> uh. I don't like that. <laughs> I finished my repairs. I have to put more grenades on my sword. I have six charges now. I rolled for that at the start of the session. Wait, did Arya ever say exactly what happened when she went home? I don't think so. Oh. I do not remember. Oh. Well, let's say she didn't, and um, she kind of starts with that, so... She starts the story with that. Like, I I went home to uh, what it was the name of the. Twenty one Jump Street. 
Orange city. Orange. Something about an orange. Orangeton. Orange. Orangeton. That's what it was. Orange County. Not sure if I've written anything down. From the OC, baby. Anyways, uh, she she tried to find like her parents' apartment, but it literally didn't exist. Well, that's fucked up. Mm Mm-hmm. I went home and started a criminal network. Okay. Thanks, Johnny. (laughs) Thanks for the input, Johnny. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just... (laughs) I don't know what else to say. (laughs) (laughs) I give you a thumbs up. In the background, behind all of this, Alice has sort of wandered off, feeling like a third wheel. Sees the body of uh, Spooky. No, I'm dragging that out. I'm getting that out of here. Well, she's helping then. Okay. As best she can with her busted spine. Mm. So, um... Don't have her lift anything, please. Then were you and this guy uh, friendly? Because I, I get the... I, get the sense he didn't have a lot of friends but I feel like you know no he you only met him for a few seconds <laughs> imagine having to go on patrols with him hmm seemed like an effective mech pilot at least he's not the sort to have friends not that I could tell uh, as a matter of fact he was the sort of person who uh, enjoyed it when people around him died Fun. Fun at parties. No. <laughs> right. so, oh, hell, it's the forest. Something will eat him. Let's just dump him here. Oh, all right. It's not one not. There's bears around here, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I gather from the accent that you're from around here. You could say that, sure. Suppose you'd know best, then. Point being... He won't be riding long, not in this forest. And by the sound of it, not many people are going to mourn him. Some days, based on the way he talked, I got the impression that he may have killed his parents. Delightful. God. Oh, um, Alan, by the way. Or just Loxley, whichever you prefer. I'd shake your hand, but, uh, you know, the blood. Right, sorry. Starts trying to scrape it off of her hands on the bark and the... Uh, no, don't, don't worry about it. Leaves on the ground. We'll put a pin on the handshake. All right. Introduce myself already. But, uh... I suppose it's just Alan for now. Since, uh... Won't be colleagues until... Uh, after that surgery. I've got a few bit more business around here, but we'll get that sorted out as soon as we get back to base. Well, lead on, Captain. Are you hungry? I can see what we got in the kitchen. We don't have a we don't have a great selection, but pretty sure we have a lot of instant noodles, if you like instant noodles. <laughs> well, I've been a soldier long enough that I can eat Whatever's put in front of me. You're in the right place. Arya, a moment. Uh, sure. 
gonna pull you aside to somewhere where there isn't a huge crowd. <laughs> One member of which is uh, a little too enthusiastic for everybody else's good. Hmm. I think she's talking about you, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Well, it's about you. What else would it be? Uh, I don't know. My... My family has a very particular history, a very particular set of priorities. Uh-huh. We come into this world with the question of who we are being answered to a much greater extent than most people. Uh. So we don't ask that too often. What we ask is, what do we want? And so I think I would like to extend that to you. It is freeing, in a way, to not worry about who you are, to have that be an answered question. And if it is a question that is distressing you, consider the answer irrelevant. Instead, ask, what do you want? <sighs> I, I want to get back at them. And who precisely is them? Them, the whoever did this to me. That's a fine enough place to start, but it doesn't do much to give you, it doesn't do much to set you up for a direction. You are, after all, going to live for 20 whole more years. It is a lot of time. Mm -hmm. If we succeed at all of this, Shortly in the course of that, you will have an opportunity to get back at them. But then, if that is all you want for yourself, you will be empty again. So, I don't need an answer now. I don't need an answer at all. It's not my life. But you should take some time. We're going to be flying to and fro, making plans. Consider, what do you? want right okay i'll think about it just gentle clap on the shoulder walk off back to the rest of the group okay while you're doing that i have sidled over to alice who is coming back from dragging a body with alan and is getting instant noodles with him okay i'm waiting for an opportunity where alice is unattended. Please don't make her lift things. I'm not going to make her lift things. Her spine's fucked up. I don't know if anybody is going to allow her to be unattended while you're within a hundred yards of her. No, I meant for dragging the body. You're not going to be with her 24-7 and plus... <laughs> I feel like if I were Alice, I would just run and just not stop running. I just keep running until I couldn't see another person. <laughs> mm. Well, as it is, the uh, her dr helping to drag the body already happened. She is back from that. She is, her hands are all covered in mud, bits of dried leaves and blood. And right now she is just holding them up in front of her, glancing around for whatever this place has for a bathroom. Okay. So while she's doing that un unattended, 
sort of just sort of walk over and just sort of say, so Alice, isn't it? Oh. Hello. Hi. Do you know where the bathroom is? One second. I just want to explain something to you. My friends have an idealistic view of the struggle, the war. They believe people can be redeemed. They believe people can turn to the right cause. I, however, am less optimistic. The body you took outside with um, my friend was a terrible man who admitted to shooting, uh, not even shooting, to watching as his drones shredded villages. Your people have oppressed a lot of people for years. Now, let me make something clear. If you do not fulfill your end of the agreement, which is to help us do the job, receive medical attention, and then to be loyal to us, you've already seen the consequences. In fact, evidence of it is still on your hands. Your friend was died easily. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't have too much to object to what you're saying, but that was not a friend. Okay, noted. The principle is still the same. You have been a pilot for the hegemony, and the hegemony has done terrible things to a lot of people on this world. Hopefully you will do the research and realise what you have represented. Actions have consequences. If you betray us, I am your consequence. Bathroom's over there. All right. God. I am your consequence, he says, 50 pounds lighter and two feet shorter. And with her having taken away the guy I killed. You are like 15. I'm 19. <laughs> oh my god. How old is this lady? You're lying. No, no, no. I, I, I've said many times that my character's 19. No, I know. That's, I, that would be her reaction. <laughs> uh, Alright. I understand where you're coming from. But, uh, not they say if it helps or not, but I've never been one for causes. I joined the military because they said I could see the world. Visit new places, meet new people, get out of the rotten little town I was born in. <laughs> Didn't really get to see too much, though. Had me in planes the whole time. Can I interrupt you? Just following orders. I didn't interrupt you. No? But our relationship is not one between equals. Just following your orders isn't an excuse. I don't need to hear your backstory. Others may be interested. I'm not. You have heard my piece. I don't work hard to make me see you as an ally. Don't betray us. I give two thumbs up and walk away. Hey, Connor. Yes. Your friend's the right pillock. That he is. What do he say to you? Nothing much. You know where the bathroom is? 
Right this God. way. I told her where the bathroom is. <laughs> to be fair, you did. She doesn't also... believe you. <laughs> I I'm sending her to the shredder room. The room full of shredding blades. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that one room in Black Mesa. Would not put it past you. Yeah. She may have forgotten. And I don't think you pointed it out. You just gave two thumbs up, you said. No, no, I, put, I, I, did, I, did, say, I did say bathroom's over there. And then... She started explaining her tragic backstory about not having a cause, and Johnny doesn't care. Right, so she lost it because she was preparing her response. Okay, well, Connor will show her the way. What a goddamn bastard. Jesus Christ. And I thought that when I created Connor, I would be the least morally... Reprehensible? I would be the most morally morally reprehensible person in the party. I'm not morally... Look, you have... <laughs> no, you that's, really that's false. Well, it's a double standard is what it is. Connor was working for the Harmonic Choir, too. Yeah. Johnny doesn't actually know. Yeah, Johnny doesn't know any of our backstories. Yeah, Johnny doesn't know backstories, and Johnny has never heard of Connor. Johnny doesn't know what a story is. Johnny <laughs> doesn't know... Johnny can't cannot read. wait for it to literally ever come up who my family is around Johnny and then to actually have a fist fight. Yes. Only using fists. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised Johnny didn't go aggro on uh, on Arya for being a hegemony science experiment. Well, it clearly was not with your consent, I think. Mm, that's fair, but... Johnny sees you as a victim and also you've been very actively helpful. Mm. Fair. Connor, as like uh, Alice is washing her hands, he's gonna be like outside of the bathroom just so that way he doesn't seem like he's like peeking in, but like just like talking to her. He goes, just don't mind Johnny too much. Uh, he he may be a bit um insane. Insane, but when push if push came to shove, I'm pretty sure if he's being he unreasonable won't in, some, kill you. in some sort, if he's being unreasonable in some way, we can take care of him. It's probably not a problem. He's like 12. <laughs> I'm 19. Uh, Mate, I've been working with mercenaries for two years. I've been much worse for much bigger people good to know still a bad look bad way it's a bad foot to get off on you know what after she's finished washing her hands uh connor will give her the as my mom likes to put it the 50 cent tour of the base hmm. well it's not the base it's the the flying wing oh yeah, yeah. the flying okay but yeah, i figure we are now actually gonna be taking back to roughhouse's Waterfall Sanctum so we can actually right. plan this thing properly. Yes, yes. On yes. the way back, I'm gonna cook. I will say it, it is big enough to deserve a tour as it is, but okay. Uh, okay. I, I will say there is one other thing Connor can do that would that she would like. I'm just going to, not gonna say it because I'm wondering if Colin's going to think of it. I don't know, but if you give him the 50 cent tour, then you'll find Johnny in the club. Club? What club? Club. Fucking hell, have you not heard 50 Cent's like most iconic song? 
Hmm. Oh, shut up. God, fuck you. Die. <laughs> Jesus, you're all so fucking uncultured. Die instantly. The only thing Connor, like, in character would think is give her an autograph, but as far as he's concerned, she hasn't done anything nice enough to him to, to get that for free, so... God. He's nicer <laughs> than that. Connor has a very high opinion. Colin's characterization of the, his PC is a little bit inconsistent. <laughs> He's sort of working on that, I think. Connor is working on trying to be nicer. It's not always successful. Hmm. He, thinks that, he thinks this autograph is highly valuable. He does. Is he right? I mean, is he wrong? He was paid for it once upon a time. Not in a long time now, though. No, no, not since, like, a, probably a year or two before the campaign started. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's the only thing that would cross Connor's mind. So I haven't thought too much, too, too deeply into what else she would want out of character. All right. Actually, that is the thing I was thinking of. But, oh, okay. Uh... So yeah, you find yourself back in Richfall. On the way back, everybody had a bizarrely zhuzhed up meal of instant noodles. <laughs> Did you put a, some of the Chinese sausage in it? What's it called? I don't know if we have a lot of meat in uh, hmm. in the flying wing. What's China? <laughs> Space sausage? I don't know. Honestly, this is the face meat. The distant future, they, there could be proper names for foods that have lost their original meaning. Oh, from hmm. like from planet China, got you. <laughs> God. <laughs> right, but uh, I eat the noodle. Are these? What are these? I've never had these before. I would say "juiced up" probably means you found a supply of freeze-dried green onions. Hmm. There was also some like something approximating sesame oil that I, like partially fried the noodles in. Ooh. I've only had soup. I've only had oh god. I left off soup for nineteen years when I could <sighs> eat. What does an entirely soup based diet do to your bowels? I don't wanna know. <laughs> I'm not telling you. We're not that close. <laughs> God. <laughs> I wanted to make a joke, but now time is, too much time has passed. I was trying to look up quotes from that one Final Fantasy 15 uh, quest with the cup noodles, and now I just I can't find any quotes to <laughs> start spouting it off. So. When you combine fresh ingredients with the already incredible taste of cup noodles, <laughs> you get something truly special. God, God Jesus. Above average noodles. I did have a dietitian once tell me about a patient they'd met who, because they had dysphagia and could only like have a puree or liquid diet, the carers had basically just been given Heinz tomato soup for years. Hmm. Horrible. And then when their diet was expanded, they became much happier. What? <laughs> yeah, can't imagine. Wow, fucked up. Anyway, to wrap up that little bit of nonsense, there is a point in the flight back home where Dalton comes out with plates of 
pan-fried instant noodles with some kind of green onion cut over top of them. Just mm. serves them out. Give everybody something nice and warm. A little bit spicy. Pretty savory. Stick in your belly for a little bit. Okay, alright, now this no, is no. this is the point where I decide how much of a white person Connor is with how he handles spice. What's a white person? <laughs> I think we have space white people. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I, I like to imagine that we've transcended such concepts. True. I mean, you're green and that's unusual. Uh, <laughs> only in sunlight. Yeah. Oh, no, no. This is old-fashioned racism, where it's all about nation of origin rather than skin color. Ah. No, I'm, I... Want to make a roll? Nah, I'll just simply rule that Connor likes it. Like Connor enjoys the food. All right, I'm gonna roll a d10 to see how many bowls that malnourished Johnny asks for. <laughs> it's pretty good. Right, four bowls. For uh, you, you devour your plate in six seconds. Ask if there's seconds, and I, um, you give me the pot. <laughs> give me a minute. <laughs> you just come out with the pot. It's like. Meanwhile, Connor, Connor is enjoying it, but also Connor is the kind of person who has like stuffed a napkin both into the collar of his shirt and has put one in his lap and has one like on the side somewhere just like the cleanest eater draped over his left arm yes is that sesame oil i that tastes kind of foreign to me what's a sesame oh my god what's an oil what is anything we know what oil who are you where are we? Space oil, aka spoil. The food isn't so good as to transcend your memory there. Space whales. Yeah. It's pretty good, and uh, I've only been fed intravenously before. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first meal I've had. We're all babies. This is surprise, it's now a mother babies podcast. <laughs> what what? <laughs> Alright, everybody turn to page six in your Muppet Babies role-playing book. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I think we're off the rails far, far enough that we should uh, yeah. hop back on. I know absolutely nothing about Muppet Babies. I just wanted to give my team a nice meal. And you did. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I liked no, it. Was good. I, I liked, had a yes. very interesting chat over that meal. <laughs> oh my god! I found one. <laughs> I'm That's posting this seed. in general. No, I'm posting this in general. Give me a second. When are you running it? <laughs> Bob and rerail the campaign, I beg you. Okay, alright, alright. Let's go back to the... So, what do you want to do in Ridgefall? Now that you have reassembled, you are one insider richer. You have one IFF, good for one vehicle. You have one counterphrase, good for one meeting, possibly. Hmm. Uh, well, given that we now have someone on our side who knows what the inside of this place looks like, I figured Demu could give us some printouts of its uh, satellite imagery, and we can have Alice, like, give us a proper rundown of the facility. All right. So, I will say that there are a number of points of interest on this new, more detailed map. 
first of all, that all of the barracks appear to be along one edge of the wall. The, uh, the one that faces the more inland side of the compound. Aside from that, there are a number of hangars with different types of mechs inhabiting each one. Like each one is given its own devoted set of mechanics and spare part piles and tool sets and so on. Each one specialized in one mech or one frame design of mech, essentially. And this interests you because, of course, you saw the results of shooting the operators. And so one of the hangars located between two other hangars fairly close by is where the operators are maintained and constructed. According to Alice, that location is generally used for more hmm, experimental mech designs. It would seem that... I want one of those. <laughs> it would seem that the well, mechs that are a little too off the wall for the main army are sent here for basically test runs by this mercenary group, which after all is not truly mercenary so much as it is just a less reputable wing of the actual hegemony armed forces. And so when something dangerous and experimental needs to be tested, it is shunted off to the mercenaries to be used in their various spitting matches with the underground. Experimental. Hmm. Right. They pay you more if you actually sign up for that sort of thing, but I wasn't in it for the money. So. Sorry, I just want to confirm that I interpreted what you said right. I thought the mud kickers were a PMC and they just got like, they were hiring civilian contractors to be a PMC, but they're actually like a, a part of the official military. You know Wagner? No. In the Russian army? No. No. Right. Well, basically the idea is that the person who owns Wagner is one of Putin's friends and uses Wagner to do whatever Putin tells him to do, do with Wagner. They are officially on paper a PMC up for hire for whomever, but unofficially they go where the army tells them to go and do what the army tells them to do. The Russian army. Oh, I was muted. Yeah, I didn't work Okay, I have heard of these guys. I just forgot about them. It's basically mercenaries, but state-sanctioned. So are the mud kickers like pulled from troops, like official hegemony military troops, or are they civilians who are coming in for a paycheck, but they're taking orders from Moderna? Well, most mercenary companies do draw from former soldiers, and that's the 
case here as well. Pretty much every member of the Mud Kickers is a former member of the Hegemony Armed Forces. And they left the service for whatever reason. Their term ended. They got drummed out for insubordination or some other cause. And uh, mud kickers swoop in, pick them up, bring them to Alto. Okay. Cool. So my attitude towards them does not fundamentally have to change. No. And the reason the mercenaries exist in the first place as a separate entity from the armed forces is so they can do nasty things that the hegemony doesn't want to be officially responsible for. Neat. So what you're saying is killing these guys is a net good. Yeah, and I will say that Alice does explain all of this to you guys if it had been unclear to your characters as well. Um, and, um... What about McGannis? Huh? Well, I don't believe we've ever met. Do you know where she sleeps? Do you know where she stores her personal mech? Hmm. Well, officer's quarters are about yonder, the corner of the compound there. But, uh, can't rightly say if she'll be there or not. She has a lot of business that takes her across the uh, planet. I mean, if you really want to mess the mud kickers up, then uh, blowing up the officer's quarters would certainly help with that, even if she wasn't present. It would be nice to have her gone. One other point of interest is the armory. This being the giant mech future. Not all weapons run on explosive energy, but a lot of them still do. And so doing something to that location would cause a disproportionately large explosion. And it does not appear to be close to the experimental hangar or the officer's quarters for hopefully obvious reasons. But there is still a fair number of buildings nearby that would suffer immensely from such destructive power. I think the most important thing for our entry is anticipating how they would have responded to your disappearance. Well, hmm. Don't think a patrol's ever been fully wiped out. Can't really say what they do. Decisions like that are over my head. Just the most incredulity on my face. You don't have protocols in place? Well, sure we have protocols. Never had to look into them. Mercenaries. You seem to assume that our company has a certain level of discipline that is shared by the proper armed forces. It's not Yes, I'm coming to understand that. Don't know why I would have expected more from the likes of McGannis, but I did. Or the fool I am. You have no functioning intel. We can expect the reaction to be... 
probably isn't going to be particularly happy. No, and especially not if we roll up using the IFF signal of a mech that has been missing in action for several days. It has not been missing for 24 hours as of yet. I'm going to raise questions. We're probably going to get close, considering it took Johnny eight hours to repair his mech, and that has definitely passed. Yeah, well, we can uh, wrap it into travel time and stuff he got back to after uh, chatting with other crew members. After he ate four bowls of noodles. And I'll do it again. <laughs> By the time you got back to Ridgefall, eight hours had definitely passed. As it is, are you doing this privately in your flying wing, or have you brought this information to share with Roughhouse? My intention was to do the latter. I would have been having this discussion with her present, assuming nobody else in the party objected to that. I don't object to that. In that case, Roughhouse does have some input. Now, I don't see why you're so hung up on bringing your mechs in there. Seems to me that, uh, well, your, your new friend there says they bring their supplies in on the regular, replace some of those supplies with a lot of high explosives, distribute them around the base, bing, bang, boom, use the chaos to escape. It was a consideration. I was simply concerned if inspections for incoming supplies would be increased as a result of a patrol suddenly disappearing. Alice just shrugs. I gesticulate at her disbelievingly, but evidently that's not regularly discussed protocol. I'm sure she's trying her best. I'm not mad at her. I mean, they are mercenaries at the end of the day. Going with some hard currency, that could uh, get you past a few doors that might otherwise stay closed. At this, Alice nods. They do pay well, but for a lot of the mercs, it's never enough. I cannot describe how just, like, low-key upset Dalton looks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Plus, you know... Get used to corruption in the ranks when you're in the army. Naturally, it'll carry over when you go into private enterprise. <laughs> Dalton's melting down over here. <laughs> this discussion is making me unhappy. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> like, the character or a cat? The character. Okay. <laughs> I, the player, am just fine, and in fact, I'm enjoying myself. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, then. Well, it sounds like we are doing exactly that. We need to acquire some pocketfuls of money and some bags full of explosives and plot out the route of some food shipments that we can hijack. Yeah. Uh, one thing that does not need to be discussed, food is definitely coming from the capital, New Hesse. 
Find the exact point between New Hesse and the Mudkickers HQ that is out of sight of everybody. And then we have a mech come out from between the trees and pick up the car. Probably mine. Mine has a lot of hands. <laughs> Shake it. Yours <laughs> would have a hard time hiding behind a tree. You can't prove that. Nobody wants to look at it. The baby face is there for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It's very upsetting. And I can't look away, but I also don't want to acknowledge this. <laughs> you know the uh the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy, the somebody else's business field. <laughs> somebody else's <yeah. laughs> It's it's like that, but instead of you, your brain just like refusing to acknowledge it because it's not your problem. Your brain is refusing to acknowledge it because it's just so fucking upsetting to look at. <laughs> All right. So I think we've got a set of objectives, uh, three locations in the compound that definitely need exploding cause the maximum amount of havoc and destruction of the uh, mercenary chain of command for as much as it exists chain of command still exists it's uh, how much people respect it is the variable and uh, there is still that one other variable I mentioned before which is how many people do you want to be in the compound when you make your move? Mm, that's a very good question. Essentially, next session is going to be infiltrating the compound and more people will mean more clock segments will mean more chances to screw up. Fewer people means fewer clock segments, but more reinforcements in the inevitable mech combat in the session after the next one. Oh, we can take combat. It's Real good at you combat. say that before instead of being up against five people we're up against 15 yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I will also accept medium medium on both sides I'll leave it to you Johnny doesn't care we will figure that out over the next two weeks I think yeah probably less time so Bobby can actually plot out yeah that would be nice as it is the session is over for tonight, which means it is time to count up XP. Uh, nobody has had any breaks or burdens to call upon. Nobody yet has enough points to have a bond-specific thing they can use for XP, so this is purely ideals. <sighs> Let's have a look. Well, I never did change my minor ideal, and I feel like it would be cheating now to pick it so I'm going to keep with the minor ideal that I selected. Oh, you uh, wanted me to remind you to give me double XP for the last uh... Yes, because you participated in the last story session but we're not there at the end to count up XP. Yes. Alright, um How much is that? Well, we're going to count it off now. Uh, Alan, you, you are first on the list. Uh, I don't think I did any of these, actually. You did not address any challenges, express your heritage, background, or beliefs, or struggle with issues from your burdens or background. I let a dude slip away from me right under my nose because I was looking at birds. 
All right. But what about your conversation with Alice or with Arya? I don't feel like those count, really. Well, it's an opportunity to express your beliefs, which is on the list. Hmm. So did you express a belief or did you just go with the flow? My belief is that a person is who they are now and not what they were before. Sounds good enough for me. And if you forgot to set a minor ideal for this session, you can just go with whatever you had already. Yeah, not applicable here. All right, then. It's one XP. Aria. Hi, hello. Miss Vegas, have you addressed challenges with passion, faith, or intuition? Hmm, probably not. Did you express your heritage, background, or beliefs through your actions? Yes, I think so. A big part of the session was you talking about, like, the clone stuff, which I think... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not necessarily actions, but it was a big part of the session. Yeah. And that absolutely also counts for struggling with issues from your burdens or background. Yeah. What minor ideal do you have? Active. I witnessed something terrifying, mind-bending, or glorious. Well? Perhaps not this session, but last session I, my mind was absolutely bent from the revelation. That's true. So that is, for you, six. Thank you. Connor. Yes. Harley Quinn. Did you address challenges with ch cunning, subterfuge, or deceit? You did conceal your identity. I did, yes. I felt like that I had to deal with that. Did you express your heritage, background, or beliefs through your actions? I think I did when I talked about Arya being a real person because she's like there and feeling feelings and such. Alright, and did you struggle with issues for your from your burdens or background? Not really. Like the only the only issue would have been like if someone had recognized me and gone back to him. Yeah, cannot speak. Um, had gone back to the bad guys. Had gone back to the bad guys. Yes, had gone back to the bad guys about it. But like I, I don't feel like that was too important this time. And then um. The minor ideal that I had chosen from last time and did not choose, uh, did not Mind change before. Yeah, was um, I obtained a guarded, guarded, hidden, or secret object or piece of information? I feel like we, that was what the entire session was about. So yes, absolutely. Dalton, a uh, yes. Did I address a challenge with strength, leadership, or force? Um, not strength or force, I wouldn't say. Unless you would call strength of character, strength of conviction. I'd, I'd count that. I think, more to the point, you led the whole interrogations thing. No, Connor led that. Connor 100% yeah. led that. I'm the talky person. I, when you get, when you need to, someone to talk, I am here. Otherwise, I'm just a dumbass. You pilots a wheel. Yeah, but you were like in charge 
I talked so little that Alice thought I was a mute robot oh. for the first well, half of it. For the for the st- interrogation, but that's different. But you were also sort of giving Connor advice and lead, like helping. Uh, just once. And it okay. turned out not to matter. I'm going to say no on that. Strength of conviction. I I don't know if you're going to let me use the same thing that I did multiple times here to fulfill these things, but I feel like I have started to aid Arya in the addressing of her personal problem by giving her that family conviction of mine and sort of being a bit forceful with it. Like saying, no, don't take this short-term thing. Find something bigger for yourself. Sure. Which would also be an expression of my background. Like, very explicitly is where that came from. Yep. Cool. I emotionally struggled uh, with issues from my background of being extremely distressed at how this paramilitary company doesn't function like a military unit. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you struggled even further when you realized the implications that, no, they are actually fairly close to how the military operates. Yeah. At a position far below your own, still. <laughs> And then the minor ideal I picked, and I did pick it, it was the same one as last time, but I still picked it, is protecting someone weaker than myself. I sort of anticipated, like, Johnny attacking one of our uh, hostages at some point, and that didn't happen. Well... I did, but you weren't around. And he had fairly good cause under the circumstances. Attacking while we were trying to be on good terms with him. That guy we were, like, set to drag off into the woods and <laughs> keep him separated. Separate something that's... I don't know if I would say that I protected Arya. I, I, I bolstered her. I, I gave her a footing, I think. I, but I, I don't would... know if I would call that protecting. No, you, you already got a couple ex- experience points from that particular interaction. and hmm. That's fair. Arya was also, um, didn't really need protecting. Everyone was pretty supportive. Yeah. As it is, do keep in mind that XP during a mission caps at eight. Yeah, I've Mm. hit my eight, so. That brings us back down to Johnny. Hey, uh, I did not address challenges with diplomacy, creativity, or empathy. (laughs) Absolutely not, no. You picked that. But... I did express my heritage, background, or beliefs through my actions. I don't think I need to explain how. I think that's fair. <laughs> um, I struggle with issues from my burdens or background. I'd say it's sort of the same interaction. You had a tummy ache when you after you ate so much soup. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or is that? As well? I'd say it was actually different interactions. You more expressed your background by uh, shooting spooky, and you more struggled with issues with uh, speaking with Alice. Mm-hmm. Well, the other one around could be either. I mean, it doesn't matter because I've already hit eight, but the minor ideal I have, I help to soothe or heal someone's pain. I don't think I need to explain that either. Doesn't mean I succeeded, but I helped. Dude will never hurt again. Because <laughs> you flew his brains into ash. I mean, I was more talking about my interactions with Arya. 
I don't think there's much argument with that. It doesn't matter at this point because I've already hit eight, but... Yeah, you... Helped is doing a lot of work in this sentence, but... <laughs> it says help. <laughs> All right. No one ever said I had to be good at it. With that done, our session is, for now, complete. So I hope you will all join us next time as the vanguard of the revolution assault a mercenary base. <laughs>